Welcome to Finding Serenity in the Midst of Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tulai Masi, and I help high-achieving professional women move from overwhelmed people-pleasers to finding their balance, purpose, and meaning in life. This podcast is a series of transformational radio interviews with my friend 007 Ian Fleming about life's everyday challenges. We dive into so many life topics and I give profound examples of how I overcame some of these challenges to find inner peace, joy and serenity despite the changing and chaotic circumstances. As you listen more and more, you will find the useful tips and tools you can apply and embody right now so that you too can find inner peace from the inside out, no matter what your circumstances are. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Ian. How are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you too. (laughs) It's just the two of us this week. It is, yes. Yes, my son Daniel, he's gone back to school now. Yeah. Yep, for his final year of A-levels. Amazing. And he'll be very glad when it's all over in eight or nine months, I think. Yeah, I bet he will miss when he it has finished you know i guess he's like oh i don't I can't be bothered it's too much and all this and it's perhaps sitting through lessons and stuff isn't quite his cup of tea perhaps but i'm sure he will miss some aspects of it when it's all over as you do with anything right i think you're right i think it's a bit of a romantic idea that you, mm. you know oh let's get through you know let's get, get through to next June, July, whenever it is, they have their last exams and mm. and it's all over. But you know, then you you know got your mates around you. You know, the teachers. It, it, it'll be quite an emotional thing. Yeah, to leave school. You know, I, I mean, I keep saying to him, you're you're at school the same as you was when you, you know when you were five years old. So, but yeah, mm. he's grown up now. Uh, he's not that child that started at age five that came beaming out of the class at the end of the day. Oh. And I used to take a picture of him. I'm still proud of that picture to this day, and it's. Oh. Uh, encapsulated lots of positivity there at, uh, on his first day of school but yeah he's outgrown it but you know mm. he's now setting himself up for life so yeah one sometimes has to you know commitment is commitment and there's no no getting away from that we don't always want to do stuff but that's true but then that's also the commitment to himself and his growth i mean as we said in as i said in the few last few episodes episodes when we had him here that you must be extremely proud Absolutely. of what he's become yeah, uh, yeah now definitely. and what is becoming what he's becoming because of the awareness that he's um got for himself and uh, and the growth he's already experiencing at just the mere age of 17 so that's amazing yeah it is amazing it really mm. is and um, yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely bowled over by it, really. Yeah, yeah, you should be. I was. I Literally, my jaw dropped when he said some of the things he said in a few episodes back. And, yeah, I'm absolutely, yeah, really in in awe of him, how he's growing already. Very different to the child that I saw a couple of years ago at work. work. Absolutely. (laughs) Christmas party, as it were, you know. Yeah, I remember. I remember. And it's, um, yeah, that's right. He came along to that party to help me with playing the music that day. Mm, And, um, you know, he was kind of just just doing stuff with me. But, yeah, it it is, he's, he he has this, you know, he makes out he's not particularly interested in what, you know, you and I are doing here with this podcast. And, you know, I've said Mm. to him in the past, you should listen to some of the stuff that Chulai and I are doing. And, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, (laughs) typical teenager. But secretly, you know, deep down, not wanting to show it, he's 
Mm. He'd been interested. And, you know, as he did say himself, you know, keen, quite keen to join in. So it was a real joy for him to actually join in with us, really. Um, No, it's good. It was a really good joy to have him here. And just for the benefit of our listeners, so the new format of our podcast as we, as far as we can see for the rest of the year at least, will be that Daniel will be joining us every third episode of each month. Sure. Um, so September may be slightly different, but yeah, coming starting in October, he'll be here at every third episode. So he can um, just, we can talk about slightly different subjects than we normally do and go a little deeper and just help him as well as help you, our listeners, to grow and evolve spiritually a little bit more and go deeper into some of the personal development stuff. So, so, but starting today, we're going to be answering some of the questions our listeners have asked. And I decided that we would dedicate one question to each episode. Right. Okay. So today we are going to be answering a question that came to me that was one of the first questions that i got asked the specific question was how do you work out what you want to do then how to go about doing it when money is an issue oh ouch yes okay (laughs) why do you say that good question well good good question yeah money It just it just sends it just sends me into a spin the word money. It's uh, my definition of money is that too much is not enough. I've probably said that before on an earlier episode. <laughs> so, you know, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Mm. Um, interesting. I won't say no, we're not here to listen to my opinion about money. Let's yeah, let's. let's yeah. Go well, actually, interesting that you said that, but we will delve into that a little bit as well. But yeah, yeah. I think it is very related to the question and it is very related to what you're saying now. But let's start with the beginning of the questions. I mean, question, I think there there is two bigger parts to the question and three if you include the money part um so how do you find what you want to do how do you work out what you want to do with yourself whether that you are 17 whether at an a-level student at a crossroads of your life at that point whether you're at a quarter life crisis or whether you're in midlife crisis there's always That's different expression quarter life yeah that'll do for me <laughs> yeah there is always different points in our lives are where we start to question who we are, what we want to do with ourselves and is what we are doing really what we want to be doing for the rest of our lives and yeah. all of that. And it's great to have those questions. It is. It's good to and, be challenging and asking. Yeah. And for the benefit of the listener today, the fact that you're asking this question, how do you work out what you want to do, means that you already know deep inside what you want to do. Mm. Wow, that, that, that's a fascinating thing. We're going to explore this, I hope. We are going to explore this. And it may not be obvious. The answer may not be staring you in the face right now. It may not come to you straight away. But answer is there. It's hidden there somewhere. And as we were speaking about it just a few minutes before we came on, online, was that um, the fact that you don't know what to do right now, what you want to do, means that you already are clear on what you don't want to do yes yeah and that's a good thing is it because Mm. yeah you've got a blank piece of paper you can probably fill it up with stuff that you don't want and then 
that I mean, you know, literally on a piece of paper if you want, or just, you know, going through it in your mind and thinking. Mm. I mean, this is the very same exercise I was doing towards the end of 2018, May, summer of 2018, actually. I remember sitting down at a lunch hour, literally typing out, what is it that I don't want anymore? Mm-hmm. Who do I not want to be surrounded by? What sort of people I want to surround myself with anymore? You know, I don't want to surround myself with anymore. Or what sort of conversations that I, I don't want to have anymore? And then the, bec- the answer becomes obvious when you ask great questions, as we said many times before, the greater answers start to come. So what I would say to the listener, in order to work out what is it that you do want to do, first of all, start writing down or typing out what is it that you don't want to do. Yeah, I agree. You know, I don't want to work in an office anymore, for example. I don't want to be surrounded by whatever people anymore. I don't want to be in a toxic work environment. I don't want to be... um, you know, surrounded by negative people, whatever it might be. Just obviously there are so many other iterations that you can put onto this. Just start writing them down. And as you literally write this exercise down, about five minutes into it, you're going to start to realize that you actually writing turns into, but actually I do want to do this. I do want to surround myself with people that are positive. I do want to be working in an office where I could just go for a walk, you know, maybe five minutes every now and then. I want to be working in an environment where people are kind to each other, whatever it might be. Just start writing that. I want to be able to go for a walk when I want. I want to be able to impact people in a different way than I, I have done so far. So you'll see the switch in from I don't want to I do want. And, when you, and I suppose you've got to try it, haven't you? you just got to sit down because I think, yeah, really? Will that happen? Will that work? It works. You know, am I going to bother to actually get the pen and paper and do it? And Mm. yes, I'm, you know, we must, mustn't we? Of course. I mean, you can not bother doing it if you want to. That's your choice. But then if you do want to work out, if you really do want to work out, if you want the answer, that that is going to be the work that you need to do. I can't give you that answer because I don't know what the answer is. Mm. But I can facilitate the process of you finding that answer. And I can speak truly from my own experience. I have done that very exercise myself, knowing exactly what I did not want to do anymore, what I didn't want to surround myself with, what sort of experiences I didn't want to have anymore on a daily basis, very clearly written it down. And the exercise became such a positive experience at the end. I I literally written out exactly what I do want my days to look like and who do I want to be surrounded by and what is it that I want to be doing? What sort of impact I want to create in the world? This is just general stuff. It doesn't need to be detailed. It doesn't need to be specific, but it can be as, you know, clear and specific as you want it to be. But don't obviously get lost in the detail of, but well, I don't know how to do it. Don't get into, I don't know how to do it. Because uh-huh. that's what that's what really stops us, isn't it? I don't know how to do that. Well, I if think you so, because we don't have the whole picture in front of you. Yeah, so how's this going to work? All right, I'm listing all this stuff down. But honestly, how am I going to make this work? You yeah. know? Well, if you already knew how to make it work, you would already be doing it. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. yes, of course. And so don't get into the how am I going to do this? Just focus on what is it that I want to be doing? 
I mean, let's give a tangible example, if that helps, to our listener. Um, I've always been someone described as a people person. (laughs) (laughs) You know, very personable, very uh, sense of humor, well, of course, people might disagree um <laughs> i will, will often laugh at my own jokes and yeah. but i even though i i had a job that's very scientifically based very detailed based i always valued the conversations i always valued getting to know people more i valued being with people and connecting with people and really growing people in that way and everybody i work with grew in their themselves as a person but also in their um scientific um area of expertise as a result of working with me which kind of became a pattern over the past 10 years or so at the time of writing that document and as i was listening more and more to these materials you know who do i want to listen to who do do i want to learn from i've actually come across some coaches and some people who have been talking about this stuff what i also discovered that I, what really lights me up is to work with people and to see the change in people when I work with them. And that really gives me a great reward and great joy, not just when I'm doing it, but afterwards as well. And I'd also started to notice, having been in the job that I'd already been for, God knows, 17 years at that point, I'd already started to get a little bit disheartened by the things that I was doing on a daily basis, not because I wasn't good at them, but because it wasn't challenging me anymore. And it was just becoming a little bit um, dry, if you like. Mm. And it wasn't something in here, Chulai, a minute. I don't want to waste the time of the person asked the question by going onto something irrelevant. But uh, in my mind, it wasn't enabling you to be the person that you wanted to be true absolutely is that, is that relevant is that that's kind of what i'm hearing that it's is, about what you're doing you're, or rather what mm, you're doing isn't consistent with the person that you want to be and the way you want to feel about things so, exactly that was true that, that is true and you know my overall driver within was to help people right and to then get that appreciation back of course that was what's in it for me yes um but i mean as human beings we all want to be loved and appreciated and approved and feel good enough in ourselves uh feel good in ourselves but the job that i was doing wasn't doing that anymore and if i wasn't feeling joy doing what i was doing i wasn't going to make the impact that i wanted to make anymore yeah and because what I was doing wasn't appreciated, wasn't valued, and therefore it became such that I started to not value myself as a result. Mm-hmm. And that's when the alarm bell was starting to ring. Okay. Yeah. And so this is, this is what, not just for the listener who's asked this question, but everybody who's listening right now, that's when you really know it's time to move from the nail that you're sitting on. It's time mm-hmm. to move, get out of that comfort zone that you feel comfortable, but it's no longer comfortable. So there's always going to be a trigger, a time, a cut, cut, a cutoff point, if you like, where you really know that you must move. Mm-hmm. So this is the time to know it is time to change. The fact that you're asking the question means you already are in the process and you're, it's inevitable you are going to find what you're going to find. Yeah. So that's that's essentially you are already in this process so that's right that's the start that's an indication that the journey has begun exactly and when the when the journey begins 
it is always going to go somewhere. <laughs> yes. And yes, you can either. My definition, yeah. Exactly. Even if you. So it is right now your choice yeah. uh, to either accelerate this journey or to uh, resist it and slow it down. Okay. Let's delve a little bit into this. You can resist it by not doing the exercise we just talked about. You can resist this by constantly giving into your fears which i will delve into in a little bit mm -hmm. uh, or you can you can just literally just go and do the exercise and see where it takes you yes yeah and the, not the to have any preconceived ideas that it won't mm -hmm. take you anywhere or you know it has to be 100 percent clear at the end or yeah or go into the fear of what if it doesn't work out one of the main uh, reasons why people don't do this very exercise is because they're already 5,000 steps ahead and thinking, mm. what if it doesn't work out? If it doesn't work out, that means I'm going to lose my friends. That means my family is not going to love me. I'm going to lose my job. Whatever else the catastrophic thinking brings you just because something is uncertain, just because it is outside of that comfort and safety zone that we are so used to being and our brain is designed to keep us in. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. Well, yeah. Yeah. And of course, it is a big thing to have a career change or change in life and whatever purpose. But also, you can look at it from the premise that this is already written for you. This is part of your journey that's already been determined. You're just now at a stage where you are able to receive that part of your journey. Mm. So it's kind of right for you and you're just now kind of ready to take a, a step i mean yeah I've, I've been through it you know i've um mm. I've, I've changed roles in my um you know my professional job staying within the same company and changing roles even mm. going from an office job to a, a shop floor job and riding around on a forklift truck which is something that i never thought i'd have the opportunity to do mm. and i use that word very carefully that mm. i'd have the opportunity they'd say well who, who the what person who's working in an office as a manager would ever want to go and drive a forklift truck? Well, you know, that's the kind of thinking that you have to break out of if you want yeah. to find more discovery. And it was brilliant. You know, I mean, mm. I, it's not about me going into to a personal experience uh, for the next five minutes, but it, I can just verify from what we're talking about that that was an enriching experience, not mm. a demeaning experience. Yeah. Um, and the reason why it may be perceived as a demeaning experience is because of the preconceived ideas that we all have about people who sit in an, in an office versus people who drive forklift trucks. And mm -hmm. even though they all have their roles to play in the whole chain of events, chain of the life cycle, yeah. you know, if you took one of those people out of the job that they are in, mm -hmm. everything go falls apart. Yes. And then you will only now realize how important they were, mm -hmm. whilst we still put importance, more importance onto the person who is in the office versus yes. the person who is driving the forklift truck. And yes. again, yes, let's not deviate necessarily, but that's a preconceived idea that is not necessarily yeah. true. So we're just on about challenging preconceived ideas, challenging yeah. beliefs that are unhelpful to us yeah. to, to get this journey going. Exactly. So, so... Just to recap the first part of the question, write down what is it that you don't want and you will find that you, you decide, you start to write what is it that you do want. And the reason why, why we wouldn't admit what is it that we do want is, like I said, because of these fears and the preconceived ideas and 
the fear of failure, fear of success. If you, if I'm too successful, then my friends will leave me, whatever else that is going on. And you can actually write down, become aware of what is it that you're really fearful of. And it'll be obvious to you when you come to the uh, place where you know who you want to be surrounded by and what sort of experiences you want to have and what sort of what your day looks like and whatever without any limitations, then it will be obvious to you what is it that you do want. And of course, it will help having done the second part of the exercise, write down what skills you have, what can you bring to this world? What can you offer to this world? And which one of those things light you up? Uh-huh. How well, do you I feel about any, I haven't got any gifts. I haven't got any skills, you know. What am I going to write? <laughs> Ian, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, maybe somebody listening is is thinking that. Um, you know, that could that could be real. So, yeah, yeah. come on. You know, everybody has got something to bring. Yeah. Is it I important? mean, yeah, we spoke about this before. Why do you matter? The fact that you're here means you're already worthy. Yeah. And w- what is it that you can bring to this world that somebody else can't bring? Absolutely, you know, yeah. There's no excuse is, here. Exactly. And what is it that you can bring that also you already gained as skills, but your energy, your being, as you, you as a person, is going to bring something else to that. And plus all of your experiences as a person is going to mean something. And that's going to add to the skills that you're going to bring to this world. So just write down those skills and those experiences and then find out which one of those you really feel in your heart that you feel happy about you know which one of those you connect with the most then you will pin down exactly what you want to do and if you're just even for a moment have this um, let go of the fear of anything let go of the attachment to any outcome what would that be then choose it yeah here it is. That's the recipe of finding what you want to do with life, in life. It is doable to overcome fears. It was like me before I was, you know, I had to do a test on the forklift and, you mm. know, practice and have, you know, driving lessons almost for it. But you also are made very aware of the dangers of not doing things safely and correctly. Mm. And I'm not going to go into the details because it is pretty horrific, but you, that you actually watch some like real life videos of where things mm. have gone wrong okay. and it's not very nice and then at the end of that I say you still want to do it and you give them a big smile and say yeah of course I do let's go and get on with it mm-hmm. and you you know you think you have to just put that fear that negativity out of your mind I'm going to do it right I'm going to do it safely I'm not going to have any disasters mm-hmm. you know it's just another fear it's just you know oh, what the whole point is what you're saying, overcoming the fear or not letting the fear overwhelm you. Yeah, exactly. And again, reminding ourselves at this point, our very motto that what you focus on grows within you. You can choose to focus on the fear and stay where you are and slow down the process or choose to focus on what is it that you want and finding that and um, going for it. There's nothing you can lose by exploring that. So let's go to the second part of the question. And that was, how do you go about then starting when money is an issue? Well, let's just change our words, first of all. Money isn't an issue. Money isn't, the lack of money may be an issue. Right, okay, got you. But money itself isn't the issue. Money is a tool that each of us can use for the good of the world, for our own good. 
right? That's a good point. I've never really thought of that. Then. Yeah, money. Yeah. We, we, most people think money is evil. Money isn't evil. If it was evil, we wouldn't be chasing it like yeah. anything. And the fact that we're chasing it means it's running away from us. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but money, and some of the money coaches will tell you, money is energy. If you had your best friend and you called her or him, you're an issue. You're you're never there when I need it. Um, you know, whatever something along these lines, it will always run away from you. It will be as far away from you as you can possibly imagine. So think of money like that. Instead of saying you are a big issue and you're not there when I need it, just say, well, actually, you know what? I love money. There's so much I can do with it. And I welcome as much of it in my life as I possibly can because the more I have, the more I can give. Yes. Yeah. People have the misconception, the more I have, the more the more greedy I will be perceived. Mm. Therefore, I will lose my friends. Again, yet another yes. subconscious fear that we've learned from other people, from the math society, which is also untrue. I think you're right, Chulai. And, uh, you know, it's not to do with volume. We all think, you know, how much money do you want? Well, in reality, probably just a little bit more. You know, everybody can mm. say, well, 10 billion pounds, thank you very yeah. much. But that's just a thoughtless, you know, I just want lots of money. I wish, you know, money grew mm. on trees and I owned all the trees in the world type thing. That's, you know, mm. that's just nonsense. You're just missing the point there. You can do a lot of damage with a little money or you could do a lot of good with a lot of money or vice versa, couldn't you? Yeah, really? oh, so, exactly. It's So, yeah, those evil and good and money are not... They are different things entirely, so they don't. It's, it's they should tool, not be. It? They should not be associated in any way, shape, or form. And that's yeah. the kind of beliefs that we've all grew up with, which is yeah. wrong. Um, but okay, so yeah, obviously the question wasn't really about money, but yeah. I want to address that money isn't the issue. Yes. Why don't we switch the thinking and says, well, you know, I want to create more money in the world because I want to create more good in the world, and therefore. How do I still go about doing what I want to do and bring money into my life as a result with by doing that? That's really the question. And what I suggest to this person is that first work out what is it that you do want to do? And I have a feeling that you already know <laughs> because of the second part of the question. Then start that already. Whilst you're still in a paid job, if you are, start experimenting start doing that because nothing is going to stop you un unless it's a conflict of interest with the work that you're doing right now there's nothing and no one can stop you doing what you want to do and earning money as a result and i don't even want to say earning because it's not about earning it's about attracting and just um, having the reward receiving the exchange of the service that you're putting out there yes. so Start doing that in some way. First, start with helping people. That's how I started when I started my business. Before even it became a business, I've learned to become a life coach. I uh, trained as a life coach and I was coaching anyone and everyone that came in my way, literally, uh, for half an hour at a time, on a coffee break, on a walk, on a whatever. And we, we would choose a specific topic and I would coach them on that. Yeah. And that's how I trained myself and gained the experience. They didn't pay me for it, but they gave me testimonials. They gave me the reassurance that, and everyone else, 
the reassurance that I was really good at what I was doing. And that gave me the confidence to get, go and start my business and start helping people whilst I was still working. It, it grows, doesn't it? A bit of experience, bit of confidence, bit of good feedback, bit of encouragement. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm on the right road here. Yes, I'm getting the reward that I want. And yes, yeah. I'm being the person I want. And this is good. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's the only thing I can say. And if you shift the thinking from money is an issue, money is not an issue. Money is actually going to come to you so easily when you let go of this big garden block that you have, when you let go of the reins and wanting to control every single, uh, you know, step of this process, yeah. let go of the how. Just start with what is it that you want to do? Who do you want to help? How do you want to help them and start helping them? Don't wait for something else to happen. I will do it when. The when is never going to come. There is no tomorrow. Nobody's yeah. guaranteed a tomorrow. Do it now. Yeah. Do it yeah. at this present moment. Start it now. At some start point, you've got to do it now. So why not now now? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and that is the answer to the, this question. Start it now. You're never going to know the answer by sitting on the sidelines. I'm not going to be able to answer you to give you the answer because I don't know the answer. I only know what my experience is, what I learned from my coaches. And the only way you're going to know is to go and dip your toes in it because sitting on the sidelines, I can say so many things. Other people can say so many things. Other people will say, no, don't even bother. Don't even start because you're going to fail and whatever. But it doesn't matter what other people say. What matters is how you feel. What matters is what is it that you want to do and how much longer are you going to be able to cope with not doing what you want to do in life? Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. You know? Yes. You yeah. know, that it's you have got to determine at some point what is more important to you, to please other people because they want to support you or to please yourself and just go and do what you want to do. There is only one life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's an inverted that's, comma. That, that's yeah. right. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's another debate and that's another level, but we're, yeah, we're, just yeah. looking, at, we're, we're looking at today. <laughs> the current yeah, the world. 3D life that we live in right now, there's that's only right. one of it that we get to have and let's just make the most of it. And so hopefully this answer is your question, the listener. And I would love to hear what you think and what your thoughts, what else came up for you when you listen to this. Mm. And the same with all the listeners. I'm sure yeah. there's many of you who are in this exact same situation. And I would love to hear from you. Ian, Ian and I would love to continue this conversation yet in another podcast episode, maybe when Daniel comes in as well, but yeah. because he's in that stage himself. So yeah. let's just keep the conversation going. But for this week, this was the uh, question and we've answered. Hopefully, uh, this will give you some guidance to go forwards. And I just want to say one thing, Chilo, when you know, we're encouraging people to come forward with questions, mm -hmm. you know, please do, because just bear in mind that your question might help somebody else as well. We're talking mm -hmm. about, you know, Chulai's talked about how she just desired to help people. And, you know, that's a great thing for anyone to, to do. You know, Chulai's taken it to a, a greater degree and that's who she is. But, you know, what all I'm saying for this episode is your question will help you, we hope, and mm -hmm. it will certainly probably help somebody else as well. Absolutely. And, you know, and we know. More people. And that's, 
well worth doing that, isn't it, surely? Absolutely. And also the fact that you ask a question, and I'm sure so many other people will say, oh, that was my question. It goes to show that you're not alone. Everybody then gets to know I'm not alone in thinking this. And we just have this bigger impact, bigger uh, impact impact. altogether coming through. And yeah, it will help so many people today. Now, I haven't been watching the clock today, Chulai. Neither have I, to be honest. Because I'm not in my usual place. I don't have the clock in front of me, but I'm guessing we're out of time now. I think we are a little bit out of time, time you know, but I think uh, this was important to cover to answer this question. And next week we will be answering another question and we will be looking forward to speaking. Uh, Let me just, you know, say what the question we will be answering. Good, yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, so we want, as Chilai mentioned earlier, we're moving into this time of, you know, really trying to field real questions from real people. We've done over a 100 episodes now, and we just want to try and change the focus, target it a little bit, and, mm. you know, involve you with the question. So do, do we know what we're doing next week? Then? Yes, next week's question is how, how or if I will be able to manage and cope with high pressure job upon return to upon return from maternity leave basically so this is again a very common question something that i've experienced in the past several times twice to be on to be precise and yes it is a very um very common problem and i have so much to say about that but yeah looking forward to next week and until next time have a great day thank you for listening to this entire podcast If you're the kind of person who would like to help others, then share this with your friends, family and colleagues, because if you found value, they will too. So please share via all your social media channels. If you want transformational content like this daily, follow me on LinkedIn by just searching for my name. Finally, I do have a personal request. I truly believe that we are all here to help others and to grow and evolve ourselves. Together, you and I, let's help more people. If you would please leave a good review on iTunes, I would be so grateful. And with your help, we can transform more lives together. Thank you for listening.